Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Talking Blues podcast. And we've got some more transfer news, another confirmed signing. But before we get to that, uh, we, what we talked about last episode, Raheem Sterling has completed his move to Chelsea. The medicals are complete. He's come to L.A. with the team, uh, and he's been officially unveiled as a Chelsea player. Uh, we saw him in his first round of training, uh, and we saw him with the team uh, in various team activities, going to the Dodgers game, or uh, you know, hanging out around uh, L.A., and uh, it was a pretty dope photo shoot as well that they had for his like unveiling, uh, which I thought was pretty cool considering it was in L.A. Uh, so they made, uh, you know, they they did good with the situation they were given, I guess, uh, considering they weren't at Stanford Bridge uh, for the signing. But Peter, I'm with you today. No Josh again because he, you know, he just he he doesn't know what to do. He's seeing Chelsea make signings and he's like. Oh my God, I haven't seen this. Like we've been just interested FC and suddenly we're making two signings, but, uh, it's just Peter today. So Peter, how are you doing today? Uh, it's, it's your birthday. So happy birthday, first of all. So happy birthday from the talking blues family, if that makes any sense. Um, and how are you doing and what do you make of the uh, unveiling and what are you excited to see, uh, in this preseason from Raheem Sterling? Well, that first off, thank you. Thank you for saying that. Wishing me a happy birthday really, really means a lot. I'm, I'm like tearing up because I'm so happy. But uh, no, the Sterling signing, I mean, I talked about everything basically then. I think I understand it's difficult because we're having the preseason tour in America. And so they can't really do anything because they needed Sterling to fly out, which limits the options for an unveiling. But I mean, compared to the, I think I think I saw the Saul video from last year was like insane but then sterling only gets like a picture with a hashtag and it's like i mean i get i get there's limited options because of the fact that you had to travel and you're not in london where you're gonna be able to have more access to things but still i mean you know, is the editor on vacation or something is he on summer vacation he's not able to like make like even like a, the subtle video was like 10 seconds and it was cool i mean they could do that for sterling and post a picture but either way that doesn't take away from the fact that it's a major signing it's a great signing uh to be honest i don't know how much game time i'll get in the preseason but i just want him to i mean we're playing poverty teams basically what's the first i think we're playing club america I mean, and then like Charlotte FC or something, yeah. and then Arsenal and their poverty too. So yeah, exactly. So I'm expecting at least three goals, even if he only plays like three halves. I mean, realistically, otherwise it's a disappointment, and I'm gonna I'm gonna start uh I'm gonna start uh making fun of him on the podcast. I'm gonna be do what you guys did to Warner guys. Uh, well, not guys. If Josh was here, it'd be especially good, but only you, Alexa. So I don't know. It's getting dangerous. Mm. It's getting dangerous, huh? <sighs> well, I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, and I think that front three, whether it's Mount, Sterling, Havertz, or Havertz, Sterling, Pulisic, Havertz, Sterling, another attacker that we possibly bring in, either way, I think it's going to be exciting. But moving from the attack to the defense, obviously Christensen left this summer, uh, Rudiger left this summer, we needed some replacements, and holy moly, we got a good one. Um, I have wanted this guy to come for Chel- at, to Chelsea for years. Not ideal now that he's 31 years old, but uh, I still think his quality is going to shine through for Chelsea. I'm going to pronounce his first. I think it's Khalidu Koulibaly. Um, I, only, I just call him Koulibaly, so I don't really know his first name, so I'm not like a pronunciation expert with that. But the Senegalese center back out of Napoli has been, I'd say, consistently 
a top five, 10 center back in the world over these past, you know, five to 10 seasons. Uh, He's really always been solid. His injury history is not too big. Uh, His market value, I know, you know, we paid uh, in terms of the totals, it was 38 million euros plus 2 million in add-ons. So about 40 million euros. uh, And that's pretty close to his market value currently. uh, If you look online, Uh, obviously they're not professionals, but I think for a 31 year old, same age as uh, Virgil van Dyke, if you want to look at it that way. We brought in Thiago Silva when he was uh, 36, 35 years of age, and he obviously has aged like fine wine. And I think Kudabali, Kulabali, excuse me, is similar that he's so gifted. He's, you know, he's an, he's an athletic guy. I think he's not going to, you know, his legs aren't going to catch up to him too quickly. Uh, and even if they do, I think he still has the smarts, the experience to really make a big impact on this Chelsea team. He's got the size, he's tall, uh, he's big, and he's got the length uh, for, you know, those slide tackles. And, you know, in the Premier League, you need to be big and physical. And I think that's certainly something that Koulibaly gives you. I'm a little bit interested to see what they do with how, where he plays. If we're in a back three, is he really a right center back? Like, I see him more as a center center back in a back three, but then obviously Thiago Silva's there currently, and you don't want to slide him over. So I think this almost points more to a possible back four where him and Thiago Silva are paired together, uh, which I think would be an interesting proposition. But uh, I'm, I'm really excited about the signing. I think the price is definitely steep for a 31-year-old, but he's he's a player of such high quality that I don't think uh, it's that big of a deal. I think he's one of the signings of the summer so far, and I'm so excited to have him at Chelsea. I mean, I can't agree more. I mean... People can complain about his age all you want, but you can't go back and then you just you have to realize that our best center back right now, Tiago Silva, is 37, bordering on 38. And that's seven or well, six, almost seven years older than Koulibaly is right now. And Koulibaly is still at the top of his game. I mean, if he was going to regress because of age, I think we signed him to a four-year deal. It wouldn't be towards the last year of that deal. And at that point, we're targeting other center backs. I mean, it is. It, I think people are over overhyping this issue about his age. I mean, he's going to come in and he's going to be great. I mean, I completely agree with you, Alex. I think this does signal uh, the Tuchel's want to shift to a back four. I mean, there's been reports about it. And I mean, it makes, it makes sense because, I mean, I don't. I don't think he's the fastest player in the world. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. He could be. He could be sneaky fast. But that would mean either him or Thiago Silva has to play as kind of a wide center back, which, like you said, I don't really know if that's the best idea. But if we're in a back four, a partnership of Thiago Silva and Koulibaly, that's, that's, I mean, that's probably one of the oldest in the Prem. But, I mean, it's not like they're – it's also one of the best uh, in the Prem. So – I mean, that's just a great, great signing. I mean, it was crazy because it took like the span of one day, one day uh, before we actually completed the signing. It was just randomly like Chelsea working on talks. And then at five hours, you see personal uh, personal terms agreed. Five hours later, you see uh, fee agreed. And then you get the here we go from Fabrizio. And it's like, wow, that was, I mean, Boldy's working fast. He wants to bring these players in for this preseason tour. And I mean, I mean, that's just what you love to see. I mean. That's what we wanted. That's what we asked for in the last episode. Stop being interested FC and just go sign some players. Don't spend two weeks trying to sign Rafinha who doesn't want to come here and waiting there when you can go sign uh, an absolute 
an insanely high quality player for although it's a lot for a 31 year old for who as for someone who's really good i think that's worth it and will fit in well and is a great signing and i'm excited much like sterling to see what he can do uh if he i don't know if he'll play the first preseason game but i'd assume he'd get some game time in the other ones so i'm excited to see him fit in the system too and we can see what Tugel does with a back four back three support for talking blues is brought to you by manscaped who is the best in men's below the waist grooming Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 5 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code BLUES at manscaped.com. Performance Package 4.0 by Manscaped has arrived, and oh man, is it a game-changer. Inside this package, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker, Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. First off, the Lawnmower 4.0, this trimmer is the future of grooming, and dare I say the greatest ball trimmer ever? I'm blown away by the performance and craftsmanship of this trimmer. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 400K LED spotlight uh, when you need a more precise shave. Because this trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. And like Josh mentioned, I think a couple weeks ago to me, you can even bring it in the pool. Wouldn't recommend that. You thought that was good, but want to take your grooming game even farther to the next level? The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate nose holes. The Crop Preserver Below the Waist Deodorant and Crop Reviver Below the Waist Toner will change the way you approach your daily hygiene routine. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. It's time to take care of yourself, so go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with the code BLUES. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BLUES at manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right, next bit of news here. Uh, Hope everyone enjoyed that first ad that we have here on Talking Blues. Ake and Kimpembe, uh, it looks like Thomas Tuchel wants a second set or at least one or two more center backs, so those deals one with Man City and one with PSG are progressing. Uh, apparently, Kimpembe and Tuchel had a phone call discussing uh, the project at Chelsea, and we'll see if Kimpembe wants to come to Chelsea. Uh, but it seems like Ake, uh, that deal is progressing with Man City looking for a possible replacement before they complete the deal. Uh, we talked a little bit about Ake last time, Peter, but what do you think uh, about Kimpembe, and uh, which one would you rather have? Or both, if you'd rather have both of them. Well, I mean, we kind of said how signing Ake for that fee is a bit questionable. Kimpembe, I think I would prefer. Uh, I'm not sure what the rumored price would be. I'd assume it'd be more. Uh, But really, I don't care. Whichever one Tugel thinks, or whichever one Tugel likes more, thinks would fit into the system more. I trust him on everything. I mean, kind of like how Boldy's doing where Tugel gets the final say. Tugel gets the final say in my opinions. I mean... I'm fully backing him. I Whatever he does, even if I'm kind of like, mm, I don't know about this, I'll still be like, 
it's if Tuco likes it, Tuco likes it. Uh, I don't know why we're signing so many center backs if we're gonna play a back four. So maybe like this is what I'm saying. Where I don't know all the questions. We're spending a lot of money on defenders. Still kind of need maybe a midfielder, maybe a forward. But I mean both. As much as you kind of don't want to sign Ake, just because, I mean, we're giving City more money for a kind of a fringe squad player at most, maybe not the most talented. I mean, if Tuchel likes him, Tuchel likes him. I mean, I've said that probably too many times now in this minute I've been talking, but I'd prefer Kempembe probably, depending on how high uh, that fee is. But whatever happens, I'll know Tuchel approved it, which means I'll be happy with it. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. Uh, Kimpembe, Ake, obviously both guys who are left-footed could possibly be on the left side of a back three. I- I'm fine with either of them. I think I'd prefer Kimpembe, but I think Kimpembe would talk uh, cost a little bit more. They're talking more in the 50 to 60 million range compared to Ake in the 40 million range. Uh, so I kind of agree with you in general, Peter. Uh, another bit of news here, not that this is surprising. Chelsea ends their uh, interest in Cristiano Ronaldo. It looks like he... Uh, is kind of running out of options here, which is kind of crazy to say. You'd never really think that. If someone told you that five, ten years ago, uh, you'd probably be shocked. But it looks like Cristiano Ronaldo doesn't have many suitors at the moment. So that's certainly interesting. Um, And the one suitor that he does have, Bayern, uh, it looks like Chelsea have interest in someone from there, uh, in Serge Gnabry. It sounds like Gnabry wants to extend with Bayern, extend his contract. That's his preferable, uh, his preferred option. But if that falls through, Chelsea could be a potential suitor. Uh, but it does seem like his past with Arsenal also seems to be a conflict with a potential move to Chelsea. Uh, Peter, what are your two thoughts on those two topics? Briefly on Ronaldo and then more on Nabry. Well, I mean, it's kind of, I think I said almost the exact same thing which happened uh, last episode or whenever we talked about Ronaldo's interest, where I was like, I mean, sure, I'd take him, but I don't know if Tuco really wants him. and I don't know if he'd fit the system. And I mean, sure enough, Tuco doesn't really see how he can fit into his system. So we're not going after him, which I mean, I, like I said the last time, whatever Tuco thinks is the right decision for me. So no CR7. And then Nabry, I saw there were, he obviously, I think he preferred to stay at Bayern. I think he's going to stay at Bayern. There's also been reports that he like wouldn't even consider Chelsea because of his time at Arsenal, which I think is just sketchy that does that just sounds untrue i mean that'd be crazy if that is actually like affecting his mindset i mean i'd love to have him i mean he's very talented he's a great attacker i mean we need great attackers i'd love to have him but i think there's minimal chance we get him i'd love to but realistically he'll probably resign with Bayern, which i think is the right move for him to be honest but if something crazy happens and they lowball him or something and then he's like gets mad i'd Chelsea, you know, come, I'd love to have you. I mean, better team in London. I don't know why you're so attached to Arsenal for some random reported reason. I don't know, man. Those, you know, some, I guess when you're at Arsenal, some weird things happen. Maybe they put, they put something in your brain that makes you want to come back. I don't know. There's some weird stuff going on there, but um, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I, I kind of, you know, Nabry is an interesting player, kind of inconsistent in general from when I've seen him. Uh, but certainly a player with a lot of talent, so I wouldn't be opposed to having him at Chelsea, but I don't think it's going to happen. And finally here, uh, we have some outgoings here. Uh, I just said here twice. Ian Matson uh, is heading the the left back from Chelsea. I believe he's around 18 or 19, is heading out on loan to Burnley uh, for the season, so that's pretty much confirmed. And it sounds like Colwell could possibly be going out on a permanent deal 
if two center backs are brought in by Chelsea. Peter, what do you think about this? It kind of like it brings back another like even, you know, speaking of Ake, right, we did similar with Ake, you know, getting rid of these younger defenders. Is it the best idea? Mark Gahey, uh, we got rid of recently, uh, uh, Tino Livermento. Is this the right idea? The only way I'd be okay with this is if there's a buyback clause. Well, 1000%. I mean, it's kind of the cycle where it's like, okay, we can sell Ake because we can we can develop Tamori and then we can sell Tamori because we have Guehi and we can sell Guehi because we have Kowo and then we're going to sell Kowo because we want to buy back Ake. It's like, uh, that doesn't sound right. You know, why would we be, why, why is that happening? So, I mean, I hope these reports are a bit unfounded because, I mean, you obviously know the talent. He's only, what, 19 maybe and he's looking so, 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 so talented and to, to have him leave, uh, if it's with a buyback or it's at a reasonable cost at a buyback, I mean, I think I'd be okay with him leaving because then it's basically just a loan, but a lot more expensive loan. Uh, but it, I mean, we really just need to keep him and him leaving because of signing Ake is just it would be criminal. That'd be criminal. That'd be awful. It just can't happen. I mean, hopefully he stays and fights for his place. If anyone can show it, I mean, it's a pretty different situation. But uh, Trevor Chalaba obviously kind of came in preseason and pressed Tuchel. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of different. But I hope Cole will seize that if he, if he fights for his place, if he stays in the squad, he can get opportunities in the team. He can make his way to the first team. He can, uh, he can become a Chelsea player. And I mean... I, I mean, just a, a sheer talent he has. We can't afford to keep selling these. Oh, I mean, clearly we can because we're making all these signings. But eventually it's going to come back to bite us. It's already come back to bite us. But you can see all the times where we've sold the youth. Uh, De Bruyne, Salah, I mean, arguably Tomori, arguably Guayhi. They're all very talented. And I mean, we can't keep doing it. It's not a sustainable strategy. And we just, just I just hope we can convince him to stay and fight for his place. But I mean, some players just don't listen to that and they want their game time. So just sell them if we sell them just make sure it's with a buyback because we can't afford to keep letting talent leave with no way of getting them back yeah i completely agree we have this great academy and what is it for if we just keep selling these players uh, and not getting the best value for them i believe that's it for today's episode obviously we're gonna have a lot more coming up very soon it seems like chelsea are moving fast now as we head into mid-july here in the transfer window um so hopefully everyone enjoyed and we'll see you all next time hopefully with another Chelsea signing. Peace. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. 
From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.